Uh, hi there, welcome to Isometric Gaming with Perspective, and I am Steve Lubitz, and I am joined, as always, with Games Boss at Giant Space Capriano Wu. How you doing, Bree? I, I, I am very ready for today's show. I'm psyched. Micah is now the Micah era of isometric. <laughs> Amateur hour is over at isometric. <laughs> we have a professional here on the show today. It's going to be good. Our show is finally going to get off public access television. It's going to be... <laughs> we haven't even gotten on public access yeah, television. Yeah, no, That's like we're, 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 this so is far. like the amateur public access television is, is what right. we are. Right. We're right. taking it to new heights. We are on Relay, which is very prestigious. That's I don't true. know what Mike was drinking that week. That he, <laughs> we gave him the contract and it just came back and it was like... Yeah, <laughs> like I felt, do you know what you, it feels like? Like I've never robbed a bank, but if I did <laughs> rob a bank, I imagine it feels exactly like getting your relay contract signed. <laughs> so, so is Frank your getaway driver? He just drives up with the tank and then drives you away and, and has the big, does does he wear like the mask with the the black mask over the eyes so that nobody That's will see who he is? I married a lawyer. Like I've got all kinds of legal problems. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> got 99 problems but legal ain't one well, oh no no it's uh it's look i i look let's just have an honest conversation here georgia georgia okay give me some honest feedback you're a therapist be my mirror here okay would you say i live a lawsuit free lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> no, no i say you need the lawyer smart right right everyone needs a lawyer Micah, can you go to law school? Like, it's in your spare time. That would yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. I'll add that to the list. Really. Okay. So, so I guess we should also introduce a psychotherapist and a senior editor at imwort.com and a platypus scholar, Georgia Dow. How are you doing, Georgia? I'm platypus lord, not platypus scholar. I, I don't saying... think you quite earned the, the lord moniker yet. Like you have with the Falcons, you need to increase your, your platypus level to get to lord. I'll try. I'll try. I can do this. Can can you do this? Can you can you duck bill around the the room now in in order to to level up? <laughs> duck bill around the room. <laughs> There's got to be a try. duck bill stone you can I use can to evolve. <clears throat> it, it's well. I guess we should. This is all prelude to introducing the newest member of our cast, who's quickly going to be very sorry that he agreed to do this. Uh, <laughs> senior senior editor at Newsy, um, yes. Micah Sargent. Welcome to Isometric officially. Look, I <laughs> Woo! Aloha, Pandamigos! Uh, I am looking forward to getting my own little title there. You know, we've got Games Boss. We've got uh, Platypus Scholar. I-, I need one of those. I need uh, the, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but I-, I can't wait for the day. Hazing Survivor. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> well, we don't know yet if it'll be Survivor. Yeah, that's true. That's oh, true. Yeah. I haven't survived yet. You've got to. You have to keep everything like you have to keep your expectations properly set. So oh. yeah, I think that's very well said. Yeah. I don't know, Micah. Have you ever seen uh, the Little Mermaid? Uh, yeah, long yeah. ago. Yeah. Do you remember the scene where like Ursula um, wants something really badly, and then um, not Ursula, the the Little Mermaid Ariel, and then she signs Ursula's contract, and then it just goes. <sighs> And then things go really badly for her. Yeah. That was a great scene. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, how are you? I, I'm fantastic. I'm very happy that you're here to take some of the – to take the eye of Brie off of me in Georgia and, and direct it directly onto you. I am <laughs> so great. nice. I am – I am like – You're more like Loki, really. No, not not necessarily, no, no, no. you know, mean spirited, more of a trickster. Trickster. Mm. I I am irreverent. I am irreverent. I don't know. Let's start the show. Let's start the show. I thought we were doing the show. I thought this was the show. This is the show. the show yet? Have we not started? We haven't started it's the only show. 40 minutes in. Right. Okay, so let's talk about video games. So we will talk about the uh the Xbox going to the Supreme Court. This has been a lawsuit that's been going for it feels like almost a decade. It is almost a decade that, yeah. this, that this has been going on. The Xbox, especially when it originally came out, had a lot of manufacturing issues. Uh, most people know about the Red Ring of Death 
And that was something that they eventually settled and ended up offering some some warranty on. But there was another lawsuit that was around the same time that was around scratched DVDs. And the problem was scratched that what? DVDs. Yeah, I don't know what those things are. Oh yeah, that's 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 the old. See this? You have to go back in time, Georgia. Have, back in my day, you have to think had... all the way back to 2005 <laughs> before Michael was born, and, <laughs> and 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 think about what it was like to play video games in 2005. I have so, an older soul than all of you. <laughs> you too. You're 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 an old man trapped in a young man's body. I think. Indeed. The other thing that they did, aside from the Red Ring, is that the console would scratch discs, and the dispute was whether it was caused by the Xbox itself and the design of the Xbox, and it was doing it independent of the user doing anything wrong, or if it was the user who was moving the Xbox or doing something to to jiggle it and causing the discs to get scratched. Mm-hmm. And so... This has been going back and forth for a long time, and a lot of a lot of the back and forth has gone over whether it's going to be an indiv- a set of individual lawsuits or a class action. And so this that question has gone all the way up to the Supreme Court. So how many people jiggle their Xbox? I just want to know. Are, like there are there Xbox jigglers out there? Xbox jiggler? Uh, yeah, I think they have to carry a card around with them. <laughs> I mean, you know, I. I... I know when I play Xbox, what I do is I just put the Xbox on my stomach and I just like, wiggle, I wiggle around as I play. Wiggle, and then, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Right. And sometimes when I'm at home, you know, my dog will like, come up and like she'll want to play ball with me. And I'll just throw my Xbox across right, the house right, instead, you know? Right. It's it's how they intended the experience. It's yeah. basically virtual reality. Exactly. I mean, you, you sit the That's Xbox true. True. on your stomach, or if you're really skilled, you put it on top of your head, and then you play while it's on your head, and you play with, with a Kinect set up. And so you're moving around the room, and you're doing the dances, and you're doing the movements, and you know the, the Xbox, the, the goal is to not let it shake so that it doesn't scratch the disc. But right. oftentimes, people do end up becoming Xbox jigglers. <laughs> It's okay. a really, well, it's a sad cool. thing. It's I a, hear it's, it's good for your abs. <laughs> Xbox <laughs> jiggling, it's good for your abs. This, this reminds me of that iPhone game that came out when the, when the iPhone first came out, where you would throw it up in the air and then see how high you could throw it. <laughs> see how high you could throw it. It would tell you how th- high you th- Yeah. The worst part is the people, and I don't know if this is now rumor or truth, um, but the worst part is that I, I had heard that, um, and probably not from my more, that I heard that they did that on purpose just to see how, how um, intelligent iPhone users were. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> the people that made the application. Oh, I thought you meant like Apple was running tests on iPhone users. Oh, that, that's one way oh, to get your to revenue up is to uh, right. put out that app. That's, that's, <laughs> that did increase the uh, amount of people that bought AppleCare. So with this, I was kind of sad, I'll be honest, because um, as I was reading through this, uh, the, the Supreme Court is, it's important to note that the Supreme Court here is not deciding whether xbox and xbox jiggling is a bad thing instead they are deciding kind of the the court side of things so long ago as as steve started to kind of set up um there was this whole thing and and the courts were like no 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 no. you can't all come together and say that you're going to charge microsoft a crap ton of money you all have to do it separately because you all have to individually prove that your xbox was the cause of this problem and then the the people were like yo but we don't like that so the court you know they tried to ask the courts can we do a class action and so the supreme court is basically deciding whether uh, a smaller court can nullify a class action suit or, or rather unnullify a class action suit or let it be as it is. Yeah. Um, what's interesting to me, though, I think more than anything, is there are documents that show that the the team at least knew something was wrong with with uh, the Xbox uh, 360. Because oh, absolutely. absolutely. They, they knew that if you yeah. moved it, it would scratch the disc. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 very commonly known how is it, at this How point. is it scratching? Sorry, because I, I don't know the inner the true inner workings of what an Xbox is. So... So, because I thought it was like just laser. Like, what is scratching the disc when the Xbox gets jiggled? There are obviously physical things inside of the tray, right? Like, you put it down on it, and okay. it, it rubs around. And I don't, I have to admit, I didn't look up the engineering schematics before this, but the, the thing is they're saying that, like, you jiggle it, the, the Xbox gets off axis, 
And, you know, it, it then causes it to, rather than spin completely into 90 degree angle, to come up and have physical damage on the disc. So I have two things to say about this. One is everyone in the game industry knew that this thing had problems. And I'm not going to give names here, but there are people that worked on st its studios that had test Xbox 360s that I know that went through three, four, five test devices, you know, in their team, like because of this problem and other ones. And the Xbox has a lot of problems. Like there was a red ring of death, mm -hmm. you know, there was overheating issues. You had things with people like heating one side of their Xbox and cooling the other <laughs> to like, yeah. try to get the graphic <laughs> card to work. So, you know, the way that they tear apart class action lawsuits is they do exactly what they're doing. They're saying, well, every single person out there needs to like file an individual lawsuit. And they know they're not going to do that. Like, I had this happen to me. I'm not going to go file that lawsuit. Did right? you? Did oh, you actually? Yeah. yeah. Oh. I mean, didn't you, Steve? I, I mean, I had actually had a disc scratched. Um, yeah. Though I don't, I blamed my children. <laughs> <laughs> Which is such, that is a good, that's true. It could have been. I totally hear that. It was actually Mass Effect 3 and I had rented it from Gamefly and it was like horribly scratched. So I don't know if it was because they moved the the console or they took it out and were doing what kids do with discs or if it was the the console doing it themselves. But I do know that you know, it warns you up and down not to move it while the the console's on, and that that DVD drive on the original Xboxes was like uh, was like a jet engine. Yeah, so it was really it's terrible. it's entirely yeah. possible that it was you know it was just vibrating to the point where you know it it was actually scratching the disc and causing that. But there's you know, I mean, it's been so long, it's hard to know. I don't know. I guess it's like. I, I, I look at this, I see the legal stuff, I see Microsoft saying, well, it was only 0.4% of people that have problems. And I think just surveying my friends, surveying gamers, everybody knows it was much, much more than that. Like, we know it has to be because, like, GameStop made a, a kind of cottage industry in fixing these things for people. So Microsoft is going to hire the best lawyers in the world for this. And, you know, I, I, they're going to try to get out of it, right? That's what lawyers do. So I think, uh, you know, I, I would not support, um, you know, basically a court being able to, you know, basically uh, turn down a class action lawsuit and having that discretion. In fact, I think one of the more disturbing legal trends we've seen lately is they will put things in contracts that say you cannot be part of a class action lawsuit yes. and you'll have to go into arbitration. <clears throat> yeah, so, that's true. So, you know, it's... Uh, which, which gives up your rights. Right. <clears throat> well, yeah. it's just, you know, I, I feel so strongly about this. You know, I've heard so many lawyer jokes in my life, right? And I think we can, we can all look at, like, you know, Ferguson and, like, the legal process, you know, on the criminal side not doing great things. But I really do think if you look at the civil, uh, the civil system of justice in the United States and compare it to other systems historically, mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell you it's the best, but it's, it's not bad. Yeah. And, you know, I think that there's, I, I think this is one of these systems that does generally work for people. So I don't know. Mm. I think Steve, you might actually owe your kids an apology. No, I don't think so. It's <laughs> not happening. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think so. That's not happening. Can can I text your daughter sometime and just apologize for you? Like, you know, oh, Steve will never admit this when he yelled at you we know. about this. We know. We, are, we, we have know. proof. Actually, you could just Wait. send her this little clip. Yeah. We, we have proof. We have proof. We no, they're they're never gonna they're never gonna listen to me anyway. They're never gonna what? listen to the uh to the podcast ever. Ever. No. <laughs> do, no. do they respect this podcast? Uh, they know that I'm recording. <laughs> that, that counts yeah. as some respect. Yeah, if there's no that. noise in the background, I think that's respect. They don't understand that you're a podcasting rock star on par with, like, I don't know, Ace of Base. <laughs> like, do they not understand? Ace of Base is way older than they are. Ace of Base is like. Do they not understand that you are the Selma? Gomez or whatever her name is. <laughs> Selena Gomez? Do you mean Selena Gomez? Selma. 
I don't listen to Carl Cox, George Dow. I don't listen to Twinkie music, okay? I'm over here listening to the cool stuff because that... I'm a badass adult, okay? That's true. That's true. Jacob Bieber. Yeah, Jacob Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that Jacob Bieber dude has some problems. Oh, dear. He's Canadian. I'm pretty sure that Jacob Bieber. Uh, that's not nice. That's not nice. That was that was that was uncalled for. I liked you, Mike, until that moment. That was it. Now you're out. That's whatever I did it when I remind you of of the truth. Oh, yeah, Georgia. I just I just gotta say this. Okay, when you when you look at the top EDM people in the world, like the people like you know, like you're out there at the club and you're like making out with somebody hot, and people are doing cocaine in the bathroom, and you're out there. I've never seen a DJ like. And then go, I'm Canadian. I've ah, never seen that happen. Have, I've seen sure it be from some Belgium. Of the coolest oh. DJs in Canada here. <laughs> One of these days, we're all going to converge on Canada and go yeah, watch a Canadian wait. DJ concert. When you try concert. to knock on to Canada's door to let you in, now they're going to remember you're like, well, what's up about with our <laughs> DJs? Why are you dissing the DJs? I, I'm going to go stay with Brenda Romero in Ireland. That's, that's my escape plan. I'm with Brenda, what's uh, up? President Trump had to come. Sorry. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Mike, are you ready for your, uh, are you ready for your hazing? Hazing! Hazing! I don't think anyone's hazing. ready for hazing. If they're ready, that doesn't really count as hazing, I think. There's, there's, there's no way you'd be ready. I'm yeah. only as prepared as I can be. Uh, so yeah, I'm so ready. Micah, <laughs> true or false? Have you ever listened to Isometric before? True. I okay. have listened to Isometric before. Okay. That'd be really awkward if he said no. Yeah. Oh yeah, that'd be so awkward. <laughs> that'd be bad. Because right, I've said a hundred times how much I love this show, so that'd I know, be really awkward. You'd be like, oh, that's not, that's not cool. All right, good. So we're going to be asking you some quiz questions uh, based on past isometrics. And if you don't get them right, you are going to have to chug Brianna's nasty juice. (laughs) Okay, wait. So like per each question, I have to have a drink of it. Is that the idea? That's right. This is Brianna's nasty juice. If you get them wrong. If you get them wrong. If you get them right, you have to do nothing nothing right so before we start what does brianna's nasty juice smell like uh okay let me give it a sniff uh well because you asked me to add paprika i actually didn't have regular paprika i have smoked Mm -hmm. paprika so it's got a very smoky smell (laughs) with an underlying strawberry it's got a strawberry undertone okay well okay i make these things i uh i don't eat red meat and i try to eat as much vegetarian as i can i used to eat all vegetarian uh but recently i was instructed by a certain doctor to not just eat uh vegetables um and so for the longest time i was vegetarian and smoked paprika is a good addition to lots of different vegetables to give them kind of a smokier meatier taste uh so that's why i have smoked paprika i think you sold Um, me i'm buying some you should totally get some. I swear it's really good. And it adds, like I said, that kind of meaty taste to things. Uh, but yes, this has a nice smoky overtone oh, with a yeah, strawberry yogurt undertone. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. You meant to say it smells terrible. All right. We're going to get right to it. Okay. Um, it tastes like meat. He's saying it tastes like meat. Meat with strawberry yogurt in it. Oh, all yes. Right, I can't right, wait. Right, and ranch right. dressing, which is the worst. Yeah. Ranch dressing yeah. is the best. I don't want to hear you disparaging ranch dressing. Okay. No, no, no. On its own, it's good. But mixed with strawberry yogurt and Cottage cheese and smoked paprika? No. What is anyway. more American than ranch dressing? Uh, apple really... pie. I don't know. Gunshot I think violence. Red meat. Oh, I, no. I think you've stolen the apple pie thing from that. I don't know. I think. Anyways. Look, okay, apple pie. Okay. 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 So, Micah, question one. And I just want to say this again. The stakes are if you fail, you have to drink Brianna's oh, nasty yeah. juice. You may want to reconsider else. that name, Brie. call that something I'm just, I'm just, that's Wait, how do I suggest thing. a show title? Exclamation. <laughs> Exclamation S. S. Yeah. Drink Brianna's <laughs> nasty, nasty juice. juice. All right, okay. there we go. Everyone vote that up. I'm already right, voting uh, for it. I, I'm seconding that all right, vote. All right, all right. Second. So, so how does Georgia control how much video game time her children play? Uh, does she talk to them? Does she have a machine where they have to put tokens into the machine? Does she have a sticker chart? Or does she not let her children play video games at all? She does let her children play video games, and she uses a sticker chart. Oh, they have to do chores. Wow. Oh, 
I didn't even know that. And other things in order to earn time on the video games. Oh no, this is not going to go well. No, he's hardcore. Yeah, I am a, I am a, I am a fanda. You, you don't understand. So this is like your life dream. (laughs) This is is like Glenn Fleischman on Jeopardy. Is what this is. This is I am glinning right now. (laughs) All right, all right. Georgia Dow has a very favorite video game character from the NES era, which she loves. What is the name of that character? Uh, Oh gosh, Um, I know it's a robot. Oh, goodness. She has one. She bought one. I think it was off of eBay. Uh, oh, I don't remember what its name is. Uh, robot, not NES. No, this is uh, not Robot or Not. That's a different <laughs> podcast. Um, oh, gosh. I can't think of the robot's name. Oh, I can no. see it, and it kind of looks like Wally. I I don't know what I its name is. I think you got Chuck Brianna's Okay, here's a sip. Can you tell me what it is? Uh, yeah, it's Rob. Rob. Ah, Rob the Robot. Okay. Rob the Robot. Oh my god, this smells so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh my god. He's really drinking it, too. Uh, See, I would just have water and just be, you know... Look, no, I no, keep no. it honest. We have, yeah, we have the honor <laughs> system here, Steve. No, I'm the, I'm completely You're dishonest right. and terrible. That's why I'm saying that. Okay, Someone just okay. pointed out in the show notes that I, I mean, sorry, in the chat room that I could just ask Georgia about any date in her life and she would fail every question. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Melinda. Thank you. That's, um, that's like I'm about true to friendship vomit. what I have. So Stay tuned for a future episode no. where Georgia Dow will no. chug Brianna's, Brianna's nasty, nasty juice. juice. <laughs> Dates in history with Georgia Dow. Oh, we need to sell this that. in the store, Brianna's Nasty Juice. That's like the meanest thing ever. Oh my God, that's terrible, and it's sticking around because of the smoked paprika. All right, all right. So we'll <laughs> never has... be able to take smoked paprika again. You're right. Uh, is this recipe going to be on Pinterest? <laughs> yes, it should be in the show notes. We should oh, do that yeah. so our listeners can chug Brianna's nasty juice. They can play along. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just envisioning what a Pinterest board for the show, for the show would be now. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Um, okay, so in the height of GamerGate, um, I pulled out of an interview uh, with uh, Milo, mm-hmm. which really upset him. And I've never <laughs> put those emails publicly, but they were not friendly. Um, so what we did is we had a special episode of Isometric where I answered all of Milo's questions on the air. What is the name of the journalist that did that alongside me on this show? <sighs> Dead air. I remember that episode um, because I remember the questions, but goodness gracious, who was it? Uh, uh, I don't remember. I remember, but that's because I had to edit it. <laughs> oh, Lord. The second time's worse. Okay, we have to do this again, oh and we all have some, like, nasty juice. No, yeah. what are you doing, Georgia? Quiet. Who was it? Who was it? I, I don't what remember. What are you doing to us? <laughs> was we were saying. It was my good buddy, Glenn Fleischman. Doggone it. Was this Glenn's it. idea? I love Glenn. It was Glenn. I love you, Glenn. Oh, right, sorry, Glenn. Right, so I wasn't glinning that time. What was the very first episode of Isometric called, and what was the major <laughs> theme that came out of that episode that's in the title. <gasps> oh, it's I remember. Been, it's I remember. been way You should. Too you were there. <laughs> yeah, come on, Georgia. No, it's it's been way too long since I listened to that episode. Um, uh, that guy's a metric fan. That is, that is. Not true. No, it's been so long because I listened to you, I don't remember on what episode, like 15 or something. And yeah. then I went back and listened to the back catalog. And since then I'd been listening all the way up until now. Uh, mm. I think pandas was mentioned in the first episode and it stayed until now. That's it. That's it. You don't have to chug brown. Yeah. So wasn't it like panda <laughs> love or something like that? Panda equality, I think is what it was. Yep. That's it. That's it. Uh, so how many generations of shame did Brianna Wu wish on Steve Lubitz in episode three? <laughs> what? Was it one generation of shame, five generations of shame, 10 generations of shame, or a thousand generations of shame? Or was it not enough generations of shame? <laughs> Just adding. 
Steve, you get 1,000 generations of shame. Chug that nasty juice. Dang <laughs> it. Chug I it. Almost that was just seven generations of, five, of shame is what that is. Five generations. Oh, was it I five? Yeah. Uh, glad I don't have any nasty juice in front of me. Uh, okay, okay. Last question. Last it gets question. more and more difficult all <laughs> every time. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh we'll send God. you, we'll gift wrap some Maylocks. She's not this sorry. Is, this is going to end sorry. up being like a segment on the 11 o'clock news if we keep this <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> Okay, Micah, last question. What is the name of Brianna's mystical magic art, which I use, I plan to use to beat Georgia Dow? Mystical magical art. Yeah, it's a it's a magical kind of uh, martial art that I have. It involves (gasps) it involves um, machinery. Um, crap, 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 crap. Um. Is this no wait that was that was on Rocket wasn't it? The, no, the, no, it the, was not on Rocket. We don't car. talk about that show on this show. The, the car. We don't acknowledge their like, existence. What is it? Um, because I thought you had like Honda Quando or something like that, That's and I thought really that had to do with Rocket. That's really close. Oh That's really shoot! Close. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Ty. No, not Ty Quando. Uh, foo. I I don't remember what it's you don't called. Remember? Condo Corto, Chug the Nasty Juice. <laughs> uh, okay, oh, I gotta brace myself. Fake Isometric fan. Whenever the next of us leaves, <laughs> I hope this is a good lesson out there for oh my whoever gosh. takes whoever no, takes your history. one of our place. Yeah. 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 Oh, or don't have terrible things in your refrigerator. Right. You mix it together. <laughs> All right. Oh. Let's get See if you, on, if you only yeah. just ate out yeah. all the time, you would not have yeah. this problem. Yeah, exactly. That's true. And look, hey, I was pretty close on a lot of those things. <laughs> you were very, very impressed. Close, very close. Very close. My, I'm, I'm actually really impressed. You weren't joking when you've watched, like, listened to all the shows. I yeah. wasn't lying yeah. to you, people. I know. I, yeah. Wow. <laughs> All right, so let's give Mike a hand. Welcome yeah, to Isometric. We're so proud to have No one will ever want to be around me ever again because my breath smells like strawberry oh. yogurt and smoked paprika. That's, yeah. Sounds good. Ooh. Sounds tasty. That sounds like sounds something one of my kids would cook up, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try a new segment on the show this week. So what we've done, and this is where we're really going to um, have to count on isometric listeners. Uh, to like help us. So we are going to institute a new feature every single week where you can call in with questions and we're going to answer all of your questions right here on the show. It could be about video game development. You know, we have a, a, a therapist, a psychotherapist right here on the show. We do? I think she's trained. I've never seen your degree, Georgia. So I'm going to assume <laughs> it's a real college just just we don't know but we can we can i mean if she wasn't a specialist in anxiety before she would be after doing the show with us for 90 right. episodes yeah absolutely <laughs> so uh what we have steve do you have that number in front of you it's 339-368-8319 wait wait we have to make a little jingle to that can you write it in the skype thing yes oh my gosh it's a song time Let's do it's this. song time okay okay there we ready go. wait wait but i'm dyslexic so me singing this is gonna be bad but okay i'm gonna try i'm gonna try okay, ready let's do it, right, ready, let's do it ready ready okay three three nine three six eight eight three one nine boom boom <laughs> i like it that, okay that works okay. that works Keep that? very okay. successful you okay. can call that show every week and we're gonna start this our and first every time caller. you guys say call the number i'll sing it <laughs> that, that's a great, great and pro- idea. And try not to sing it wrong because of I, the numbers. Numbers are the way that I'm dyslexic, so they flip. But anyways, I'll Did I'll you say call the number is what we say? Call the number. You can DM the isometric account. And And, you know, if you, if you get a pizza place instead, just order order something for us. Order something for us. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to play our very first call. Um, I tweeted this number out, and 90% of the messages are exactly what you think would happen. <laughs> you tweet it out, you're not. This is the one I can play on the air and not violate our contract with Relay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. This is a message I assume Brianna Wu left in regards to Isometric Show. Uh, this is just a personal message from a not particular fan of Brianna Wu's work, uh, you kind of suck. And that's just my personal opinion. Feel free to take it however you like. But, uh, yeah. Bye. 
Oh. Well, I mean, I do. I do suck. And I'm working on it. We'll try very hard. Your message, Georgia, this yes. is my question for you. As a psychotherapist, how can I suck less? You know what? It, it's it's kind of funny that, that people send that. But, you know, having, being, it's a really horrible and hard thing to be a personal figure and to have. Like, I don't know why, but people really don't see people that are, like, figures uh like outside, they don't really see them as people because you meet someone on the street, this would never happen, right? But because of this anonymity, people will say just horrible things. Like, and when I used to work on Imar, I would actually write people back and then they'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. This, like, like, you just have to learn to, to grow really thick skin. But I think that people also need to learn, like, not to take their own personal angst out on other people. Like, deal with your own stuff. Like, don't send it out. We need, we have enough horrible things happening in the world for you to be adding to it. And I think that people need to check themselves and check what they're bringing out into the world. I mean, but, you know, this is something people say a lot. They say, grow thicker skin. And I have to say, like, in my situation, no skin would be no, thick enough. No, and it's enough, not right. Right? Like, there's yeah. there's just no way anyone can process. Like, um, you know, I have personal information. Docs to roughly, just looking at Twitter right. stats, about 20,000 right. people last week. Uh, my social security number was, uh, you know, tweeted out under, you know, Myla's account. Yeah. Uh, like, my actual social security number. And, you know, like, this is just another day of the week for me. It's it's not even that special, you know? People need to be accountable. Like, we need to have rules in place so people get, you know, called out for this kind of stuff. It's it's yeah. disgusting. And people need to be actually held accountable for their own actions. That's the only way it would really stop. Yeah. I and if you have a that. friend that does the same thing, you should also call them out. Not cool. Well, I mean, what's what's driving this? I mean, is it is it because I, I, you know, and I, I'd love to hear everyone else's thoughts here. But I know in the past when I have participated in this kind of vicious online culture, I can look back at that now as, you know, someone in my 30s. I can say this is about that was about my own dislike of myself. And I see that now. And nowadays, mm -hmm. I like myself. And I might give you guys crap on the show, but yeah, I think generally speaking, if you look at my professional life, I try to lift up people around mm -hmm. me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so, I mean, is that wrong that that's kind of about that dislike of yourself? Is that what's going on? It's, it's often like when I, and I, I deal with a lot of people that are going through some horrible stuff and some of them become very mean, cruel people. Mm. And, um, and so I, I, like, from my perspective, I feel sorry for people that I can see are, are filled with such hate, anger, and negativity because it becomes pervasive. Like, the problem with it is that if you are constantly seeing the world as attacking you, hurting you, and you need to lash out and harm others in order to feel good, that's a lot of internal angst and strife. And the problem with it is, is that the more that you live in negativity, anger, viciousness, is that part, that circuitry in your brain, the more that you do it, the more that that's being strengthened. And the easier it will be to make you more angry, more negative, and see the world in a, a greater negative light. And you'll, it starts to change your neurology into that is the norm. And so you become like a hair trigger, very easy to get angry. And I deal with a lot of people that deal with rage, slight, um, and, and they never say it toward, like it's really towards themselves, but they never t actually at the beginning ever see that it's because of their own stuff that's oh. happened in their life ever. It, and it, it's so massively devastating to their own physiology, to their health, and to everyone that's around them. If you've ever been around someone that's very angry um, and very negative, it's exhausting. Yeah. It is absolutely exhausting. And so it's, it's for me, a, a huge sadness because we really, everyone, everyone is like a drop in a puddle and you cause a ripple effect with everyone else that's around you. And so if you're throwing out negativity into the world, everyone that's getting hit with that is going to become a little bit more negative and a little bit more painful and a little bit more hurt. And it's sad because the, the world's already filled with enough negativity. We don't need more of that. And, you know, people that can 
you know, brighten your life are the ones that you want to hang around. You don't want to be around soul suckers that you can see the happiness kind of just going out of the room when they enter it. Yeah. And so it's it's very sad to me to have to see that because it's a lot of work to be able to change that that neurochemistry. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, one of the things I really worry about a lot with, uh, you know, getting this stuff, because I'm just playing you yeah. one that, you know, I can just laugh that off. I get literally thousands of these a day. Uh, I posted a question to the Star Trek uh, Timelines Forum, uh, you know, yesterday, and it's turned into a toxic soup of personal attacks because people are like, oh, Brianna Wu is over here. Let's go attack her, right? Um, I mean, I worried that's going to change me at some point. It's real. That's like why I'm going on vacation tomorrow because I just, I need a break, you know? You know, the the worst thing would be that you stop trusting people, right? Like if your worldview is that people will attack you and so very viciously is that you, you stop trusting people in general. Most people are good people. Naturally, that's the way that we're born. If you've been abused, hurt, excluded, you know, damaged in many different ways, that, that can change. And sometimes it is born into you. There are people that um, you know, a sociopathy is is something that is more it, like it. You know, the amount of the percentage that it's genetic and and you know chemical and and neurological is is different depending upon that. But it's um, yeah, it does change people, and it's um, a sadness. So I'm happy that you do things to, you know, change that. There's a lot I would do differently if I lived the last year and a half over. Uh, Let's let's get happier. Let's get happier. I got a new question. This one's for you, Steve Lubitz. Listener question. Uh, This is from, um, he didn't give me permission to say his name on the air, so I'm going to err on the side of caution. Listener question. I really like hearing you guys talk about your day jobs and some of the other industries that you've worked in, but I haven't really heard much about Steve's job other than the fact he works in IT. Steve, what exactly do you do? (laughs) Also, I, I push buttons and tell people to turn their computers off and on again. Do you really? No, that's not what you do. No. I, so I, I've worked in corporate IT for my whole career um, doing application development. So what I do is I work on the programs that are behind the scenes that nobody really sees unless you actually work in the company um, to take orders and uh, ship orders and, stu- and stuff like that. So And for the last uh, almost 10 years, I've been working in an area called business intelligence, which is basically – taking all of the data that all these systems generate and roll it up and present it in a format that the people who are actually making decisions can uh, see where they need to turn their attention and make changes to the company. So it's a lot of database work. It's a lot of, you know, taking data from a lot of different sources and making it the same. So, you know, if you have uh, data in general sucks (laughs) and especially when you get when it's coming out of all these systems that are writing everything for themselves. So you have a database that's, you know, one order entry system, they'll write the data the way that they want it. And then the other system will write it the way they want it. And somebody who is usually me has to go and figure out which things mean the same things and then kind of make them all say the same thing so you can roll it up together and and see everything in the same way. So that's that's basically what I do all day. So this is this is a question I've often wondered about about you. And it's like um you know, I think you and I are very different people that I have a very risk averse personality. Uh and I've I've often wondered because I've never heard you I I've heard you speak with a a sense of accomplishment about your job. Yeah. But, I mean, do you really have pride with what you do? Cause oh, yeah. I would find it so hard to live a job where I didn't really, really, really believe in what I was doing. You well, know? I mean, I do because at the end of the day, I know that the work that I'm doing is helping the company be more successful. And, and I mean, there, there are real dollar numbers that you can put against that. Um, like you can do an ROI on the stuff that I do and you can see real significant changes. What's an ROI? Return Return on investment. investment. Sorry, I went into business. No, no, no. No, no, I I, want to, I want to learn while we're doing this. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I know that the problem is that like, I can't have like a public portfolio. 
So it's like I can't put I can't even really talk about what I do because it's all confidential. I'm, I'm talking real in real general business terms right now, but I can't really point to any specific thing that I've done and say this is what I do. And like if I go to if I were to go to, you know, go on a job interview, they pretty much just have to trust me or, or talk to my references because mm-hmm. there's no there's no like website that I can put up where it's like, here's the website that I worked on. Right. Like I can't here's this thing that's here's this program that's collating all of the company's confidential data. Here it is. Go take a look at it. Like, I can't do that. But I do take pride in what I do because at the end of the day, I more, even more so than most of the people who work in IT, I I can point to like a specific changes that the company's making because of the work that I do. So I can see it that way. Yeah. Um, But it's not, it's not the same as shipping a game where it's like, I have a thing that's out in the world. Right. But there's also stability. I mean, with your job, I mean, you know, uh, indie dev, you have to have a, a psychological makeup that makes you very comfortable with chaos. Like, I woke, I got into the office today, and on my main computer, the Revolution 60 build was just flat out broken. We had a 15, uh, f- uh, 15 frame per second frame rate, just flat out broken. Yeah, I spent all day long wondering if someone had checked into a, a Perforce uh, version of the game that broke our code base in a way because rolling it back wasn't fixing it and uh it was a kind of stressful morning it turns out my um computer is dying which is great because it's a lot (laughs) cheaper to buy a computer than it is a game but it's that kind of chaos and drama that i get every day that i wake up and to be honest i would be miserable doing anything else i i kind of thrive in that kind of high pressure environment so i don't know it's um yeah i mean i do get that kind of pressure chaos on a regular basis because things break right like somebody somebody you know copy pastes text into an order and all of a sudden there's a bad character in the in the, one of the programs that everything's just going haywire and and you know some some of the code was homegrown some of the code was was you know put together by a company some of it's kind of tied together with you know various integrations and stuff like that and everything things break a lot and sometimes yeah. those things break more you know spectacularly than others and especially in this kind of stuff that I'm doing like the executives are all looking at this. So anytime anything goes bump in the night, we're all running around, you know, in a panic trying to get everything fixed too. So we, we have some of that, but it's, it's a little bit easier to detach yourself from it because I know that it's at the end of the day, I mean, unless something really disastrous happens, you know, if there's a, if there's a break and we have to fix something, Mm -hmm. it'll get, it'll just get fixed. And I don't have to worry about, you know, bringing down the company, or that, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to have, you know, the company in a, in a day because of the stuff that we're doing. I feel you know, you. I feel you. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. So. I do. Uh, all right. So we got to go to our next question. Okay. Georgia Dow, you are Pillow Mania survivor with me. You played Pillow Mania Monster Mania, which is a very specific game that you and I made. So we've got a question about this. I know oh, you can jump hilarious. in here and help me. Micah, that's do you hilarious. know the Pillow Mania rules? Are you familiar uh-huh. with that? You're not familiar with the Pillow Mania rules? You Chug that stuff. You did not see that episode? That's like the best episode. Pillow Mania? You have to go when see was... that. That was when we did live. We did that live from... Yeah, uh... there's actual video of that. Yeah, Monster yeah, Mania. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm familiar oh. with Monster Mania. Oh. Pillow Mania oh. doesn't okay. mean anything to me. Oh. Pillow Mania is the sport, the official sport of the Wu household, where I've destroyed Frank. Championship after championship, and I've gone to victory, mm-hmm. and it's awesome. Uh, yeah. So the goal is, uh, you have to steal your spouse's pillow 20 times in a row <laughs> without them getting a pillow break. It is awesome. <laughs> this is, this is the official sport of all marriages. Okay. So this is the question. Dear Aunt Bree. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we have a question for you. We have a oh, question for you. Aunt Who Bree. regulates manias and how do we go about proposing Ooh. one? Our mania is tummy mania and is played in the depths of winter. Each player tries to place their cold, icy hands on their partner's warm <gasps> no! tummy. Oh, that's horrible. The this winner, the winner gets warm evil. hands. The loser gets a cold <laughs> tummy. So I will let you know. Uh, I'll just use your first name, Lee. Uh, I like this game. I like this game a lot. This is a worthy mania sport. So um, the trick to mania is it's exactly like Calvin Ball. There are cheat. no rules. Yes, cheat, cheat, cheat. cheat. <laughs> 
something I do is you have to lay out the groundwork for your legal case in mm-hmm. advance of establishing the, the Mania game. So what I will do is I will send Frank an email saying Brianna Wu is officially the the, the arbiter <laughs> of Pillomania disputes and failure to respond to this will like result in you know you agreeing to this and then we'll go on vacation. And then I just like, I'm like, well, you know, here's the email that proves I arbitrate this stuff. So you've got to be very, very clever with it. It's sneaky. So, yeah, George is the steal the yeah. other person's stuffy and yeah. run. Then yeah. body slam the stuff <laughs> on the ground to make sure the stuffy is dead. But be careful. It sometimes busts your oh, elbow. I'm yeah. just going to let yeah. you know. That's the do you down have full mobility too. back up? I do now. It doesn't hurt anymore. It's been, yeah. It took yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I chipped. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was so excited. I really threw it onto the ground and then body slammed it like some WWE move. I have no clue what got over me. <laughs> You're, you're a psyched out. So, Micah, I want to see you come out with the Mania game with your partner. All I right. I want to see this. Yeah. Wait, do you mean right now or do you <laughs> mean like in the future? Just just okay. in general. I want you to report next week on Tummy Sweet. Mania. Sweet. We will make a mania. Yeah. yeah. There will be manias. Wait. I mean, do you have that? What What's your spouse like? Like, are they like playful, serious? <laughs> my, like, yeah. My, yeah. My boyfriend is the, uh, the compliment to my rather, uh, Spock like mind. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he oh, is that's the, hilarious. Yeah. I love that you consider yourself Spock like that is great. I, I only consider myself like that because others have, have described me as such. So <laughs> I, I'm rather serious and logical oh. in, in many settings. I can be silly too, but, uh, in, in most cases, I mean, most people think I'm like 50, years older than I actually am because I just have an old soul and he is the exact opposite of that. He is uh, very, very playful and very silly and uh, is the compliment to my rather, um, you know, buttoned up ways. So <laughs> it will not be any kind of problem trying to create a mania. That's for sure. You should do that. I, 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 I like that. I like the sound of this guy. You should keep him. That's a good plan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll let him know that Brianna Wu approves. Yeah, I do approve. I do approve. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him. I, okay. My my rejected game mania games for legal and health reasons, <laughs> and we'll just see what happens. So we tried to institute this in the house, and Frank really put his his foot down about this. So we had puppy mania instituted in the oh, game. No. We had to steal what is puppy mania. So like, if the dog is sleeping in you know your lap, you come along and steal the puppy. And you do it 20 times in a row. And Frank is like, no, I don't love that. No, our dogs are wild. They love it. They love it. But that's why they don't get that extra hour of sleep you were tweeting about the (laughs) other day. Because of puppy mania. Because of puppy mania. (laughs) Should we go to another call? Sure. Do Do it. All right. This is a good one. Or you can play the Blood Rave song again. (laughs) I will do that. I will do that for you, Georgia Dow. I love it. Georgia Chicken Part Style. Um, That's your name. I heard you in the chat say like Micah and chicken parts. And I'm like, I hope that's not me. Please tell me it's oh, Steve. Oh, that's you. Georgia chicken parts oh. Dow. Georgia chicken parts Georgia Dow. Georgia C. Dow. Oh. Yep. I didn't come up with that. Okay. Um. Hello, Isometric. This is uh, Brian Hamilton. My question for you is, uh, if I have $10 to spend on a game right now uh, across any platform, PC, iOS, uh, Steam, any of the consoles, what would be your bet for the best game to get for $10 right now? Thanks so much. Ooh. For $10. Wait, I would say did... Ori. Ori? Okay. Ori's First of all, hi, good. Brian. <laughs> Is Brian? Yeah. I think that's him. Brian from, yeah. like, you know, uh, uh, incomparable yeah. fame. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Brian? Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, let's see. First, there was no death threat in that message, so I'm Woo! a little confused. Thumbs I'm trying up. to figure Thumbs that up. out. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh I don't know. What do you think, Steve? What are you playing lately for ten dollars? Uh, what to, for ten dollars? Yeah, thermodynamics saying we're in the blind forest. It might be I think it's a little bit more than Is that. Sixteen? Yeah. Might be sixteen. Um I mean you could play Hearthstone for free. Um <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, for $10. So can I tell you a story about wasting $10 on games sure. that happened right before this show? So I went to buy... Um, so 
look, I'm really pissed off that there's no Ray toys for me to buy because I just want like Ray wallpaper and Ray dolls everywhere in my house. I, um, bought, but... I bought Ray earrings. Oh, I, 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 I want those. I want I, those. I'll send you a picture when they come in. Yay. It's, it's Ray and BB-8. Oh, they're really cute. No, that oh sounds great. That sounds great. <laughs> but there's Ray Pinball. There's Ray Pinball. Ooh. So they have a Zen Pinball table with Ray and First Order. And both tables are excellent. Yeah, this is what I was talking about last week. It's really, really right. good. So it's only $5. Yeah. Um, but what I ended up wasting $10 on is, uh, so Resident Evil Zero came out. And I'm a Resident Evil super freak. I love that series. Uh, and what happened is, so Resident Evil Zero comes out, they re-release it, and they have the most sexist costume pack in the entire world with it. With like, uh, Billy like gets all this cool armor and rebecca chambers is naked 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 and Mm. taking a character that billy is already super sexist to like the first time he meets her the first line he says to her is oh are you fantasizing about me already and it's like "Ooh, you're so gross and then the costume pack is of them naked so this costume pack is ten dollars and i clicked on it to just marvel at how sexist it was. And then I bought Ray Pinball and blew $10. So then I have to buy Resident Evil Zero for $20 on top of it, which I didn't even want to play. So don't spend $10 on that. That's my suggestion to you. What should you spend $10 on? Not this. Yeah, that's it's Mm. advice what not to do. Mike, are are you playing anything lately? What are you playing? Uh, not that costs ten dollars. <laughs> yeah. uh, so actually, I'm playing this fun game on my iPhone. What iOS games? Who does that? No, uh, I'm playing a game called Rolling Sky that huh. I saw kind of being featured. And the reason why is because when I was a when I was a youngster, there was a game I used to play on the GameCube called Super Monkey Ball <laughs> that I really really enjoyed. Um, I used to play that game for like hours just that they're trying to get the high score. Uh, and this game reminds me of of super monkey ball you basically are this little ball and you move around on the screen trying to advance along the stage um and then there are just a billion ways you can end up falling off or getting kicked off the stage but um you know i've 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 seen a few isometric uh listeners uh, a few fandas tweeting at us uh asking about tabletop games and actually this sunday georgia you'll be excited to hear that i am for the first time playing dungeons and dragons I've never played it before in my life, and this Sunday, uh, my coworkers and I finally were like, "Look, let's get a little crew together and make this happen." So every Sunday, we're meeting to play, and I'm oh, really so looking fun. forward to it. It's so much fun. I play on Total Party Kill, and it's a blast. Yes, it's just so I, much I'm fun. really excited. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I was like, is there some magic thing I can do? Because I want to, like, shoot magic and not use a sword. And this is literally how much I know about this game. I know nothing about the game. So, you know, you know what else, you know what else is good? It's not quite $10, but Rocket League. Rocket there League. Yeah, that's yeah. really solid. That's it, really solid. It's like 14 on the Humble Store is doing a sale right now. I don't know. I, don't, I think it's still going to be going on by the time that this comes out. So the Humble Store is doing a sale. It's 14 on the Humble Store right now. And that that's worth every penny easily. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Star Trek Timelines on iOS yeah. is extremely good. Uh, I would recommend that. Uh, there's a thrilling forum post going on their uh, forums right now where I brought to their attention that they uh, treat feminism and feminists like a swear word. So I filed that as a bug report, and it is a oh, thrilling forum post. Let me tell you, that's it is hilarious. it is great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, that game is really good. Um, you know, really, that that Ray Pinball game is the best thing I've played lately. Oh, oh my God! No, I can't believe I didn't think of this. Metroid Zero Mission. Oh yeah, Metroid Zero Mission. I am obsessed with that game. It is so good. So what they did is the first Metroid. I've actually never beaten that game, and really? they 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 remastered it for Game Boy Advance and released it on Wii U, which Georgia Dow doesn't own. And oh. it is really oh, I it, is, get away with that. it is so good. It is so good. I am sitting there playing it. It's only eight dollars. It's a masterpiece, and I can't believe I only paid eight dollars for it. So that is my highest recommendation. There you Ooh, go. Nice. All right. All right. Everybody want to get the last call? Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
Hi, long-time isometric listener, first-time caller. My name is uh, Otto Franken, and I want to comment about Brianna's comment about Pillomania and her malicious, scurrilous, unfounded, and unwarranted accusations of her husband supposedly, allegedly argo-bargling in Pillomania when he really should be able to like hide the pillow any place that he wants because Brianna's obviously like smarter and faster and more coordinated than him, but he should have a way to win too because he's awesome and he deserves to win all Pillow Mania games in the past, present, and in future, right? Because he's awesome. Uh, I'll take my comments off the air. <laughs> I think he was paid to say that. He's That's a plant. That, that, uh, that collar sounds familiar to me. Frank brings me such joy. Seriously, <laughs> I every time listen again as a fanda. Every time Frank's yeah. been on, I always loved it. Uh, he's he just he makes me smile so i, I really do feel like in. i robbed the bank as far as husbands go because yeah. he is he is awesome he's awesome i do you realize i married someone that like makes a ton of money is super successful is wildly sweet and passionate and completely supports everything i do as a feminist and has put his own career on hold to support me while i was building up giant space cat and he's sexy as hell because he owns the thin jacket from star wars that's a pretty sweet jacket yeah, yeah. i mean that it's no april awesome. o'neill jacket but it's close right right <laughs> Like, when I told my friend Maggie from uh, Old Miss that I was marrying him, I showed her Frank's Wikipedia page. She's like, what? Like, she didn't even believe it. So, I don't know. I'm very Yeah, lucky. I think, I, oh, what was it? Like, something happened and Maureen, uh, Maureen and I were talking about it. And Maureen's like, Frank has a Wikipedia page? Like, yeah, of course Frank has a Wikipedia page. Why wouldn't he have a Wikipedia page? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's Frank Wu. Of course he has a, friend, has a, has a Wikipedia exactly. page. Exactly. Well, what's amazing is like when we met, like he was uh, someone that was really well known in, in his field. And it's been a real, really weird role reversal because it used to be I would go to conventions with him and people wouldn't know who I am. And like now it's kind of the other way around in my field. So I don't know. It's been really, he's been very supportive. I love him a lot. Um, don't know what it has to Aww. do with this phone call, though. Georgia, do you have any psychological <laughs> advice about that call? Keep him. Keep yeah. him? Keep him. He's a keeper. Okay. But what about Pillomania arbitration? Like, I should continue to cheat and, and, and I, finagle? I think, and yeah. like, you know, listen, if, if it's not cheating if you don't get caught. Okay. Is that professional therapy That's professional advice. advice. <laughs> <laughs> Legal. Take it. <laughs> I don't know. I, think maybe, I mean, you have this whole legal department. Maybe you should get them to arbitrate. No. no do you know how much that costs? Oh, yeah, God. Don't, do no. I don't mean, waste arbitration on that. I, but if you're the one paying them to arbitrate, then, you know, it, isn't it worth it to just know that you're going to win? That's right. The lawyer's going to represent me. But yeah. what kind of lawyer can ethically say, look, I have a legal background in pillow arbitration? Like, what school did they go to to get that? Like, how couldn't they be disbarred for giving me pillow advice? I mean, they should they should be willing to take that risk. I mean, otherwise, why are why are they, you know, being retained by you? They yeah. should have known that that was what was going to be there when they signed the contract. All right. I, I, that's what I think, at least. OK, uh, I'll, I will t- talk that over with my lawyer. <laughs> Micah, last question. How big a mistake have you made today? Would you say it's a, a five out of ten? <laughs> Be careful what you answer because you have to take another swig if you answer poorly. (laughs) Lord. Yeah, see, that is the one thing that uh, has made me reconsider all of uh, that. I had to drink Brianna's, what is it? Brianna's Nasty Juice. juice. That's the name. We have the name. You don't even have to to vote. Don't even even vote. That's just the name. (laughs) Brianna's Nasty Juice is is the name. No, no, no. I I have enjoyed this. We have had quite the level of shenanigans, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to more episodes, and I'm hoping that our listeners are as well. <laughs> so, so listeners out there, we're going to be shaking up. We're going to be disrupting the isometric formula. So this is what I need from you this week. I need for you to call that number and give me pithy, awesome, funny, to-the-point questions. Pithy, pithy, not pithy. the other word. Pithy. Pithy. It's a T-H. Pithy. Uh. And yeah. I need those. And, and 
please, like, death threats were not going to air. I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> Shocker. But, Shocker. But, but, yeah. but, like, seriously, we have Georgia Dow on this show. So, you know, one of the problems with Isometric in the past is, you know, we want to talk about diversity and real things. But it's like even Brianna Frack and Wu can only talk about feminism so much each week. And, like, there's bigger questions. Like, one of the questions we're going to get to next week is about, like, setting boundaries with, um, um, like, can you, if you're married, to someone go out and do fun things with someone of the opposite sex and like boundaries in your marriage. So like, we want to talk about this stuff. We want to get real. We want to talk about like, uh, real problems that you might be facing in your tech career. Like, you know, we're here and we want to have some fun. We know that's why you listen to us. So there we go. Yeah. Any, any, any discussion about that? I'm excited for the future. You're excited for the future. (laughs) I don't know. I don't, you know, should I not be? Should I be terrified instead? No, is it's that... just the tone of your voice is communicating terror for the future. Well, you know, there's, there's, it's always tinged with at least a little bit of terror. That's how we keep the show fresh. That's true. Terror. I am so excited! <laughs> so, do we have anything else to say before we wrap up? Anyone want to plug anything before we uh, let these people go? I'm gonna be at Disney. Oh, uh, are you gonna go nice. to Star? Are you gonna go to go meet Kylo Ren and the Seven Sister and all those people in uh, in Hollywood Studios? I'm going to lure Kylo Ren over to like a dark part of the park, <laughs> and I'm gonna punch him out, and then I'm just gonna wear the <laughs> costume for the rest of the day and walk around the park. It's gonna be great and no legal problems. <laughs> That's my plan. <laughs> So anybody else have anything to plug or uh, check out cartoon cast. If you haven't yet, Christina, Christina Warren and I do a podcast where we, una- we are unashamed to proclaim our love for cartoons and you should totally check it out. Last week we talked about how Jim. we guiltily eat, um, <laughs> how we guiltily eat Chick-fil-A and uh, share judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you just got to donate to glad or some other important organization. If you decide to eat there, can I, can I uh, tell you, I have been going to the crappy Wendy's across the street for the Chick-fil-A, even though I know that their chicken is superior. I've got I can't a, bring myself to do it. I've got a big old heart for you, Steve. I really do. Uh, I say F it. Bring on the Chick-fil-A. I want that lemonade. Give it to me. We don't have any Chick-fil-A's here. You're better off. The LGBT community is screwed. I'm eating a chicken sandwich. Look, if you have some Breeze Nasty Juice after you go, then I'll forgive you. You're totally fine. You're totally fine. Or you can just drive up with your boyfriend and just smile at them as they hand you your chicken. That's the best way to eat Chick-fil-A. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. 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 Or or girlfriend or significant other of of any type. Uh, oh, I have a uh, piece that just went up on Pixelkin this week about um, teaching my daughter to Don't play Don't say Hearthstone. Oh! Yeah, no, it is. Oh, it no. is. And oh, how no. it's helping that's her with her right. math skills. Good. That's so I'm, right. I'm, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, Steve, I'm on your side, okay? Yes. They can say what they want, but I think, uh, I think that's great. I'll, I'll have lying. you playing. I'll He's have lying. you playing <laughs> Tempo Mage in no time. I love Hearthstone. I've been playing it. It's a lot of fun. Oh, my God. We'll, we'll talk. Okay, okay. <laughs> what I couldn't figure out this week, this is why I don't understand. Okay. I, I really, I'm not being, this isn't a okay. bet. I'm not being silly here. This is why I don't understand. So if you look at the relay page and the isometric page, um, I'm the only female host that's linked on the Wiki, on the Relay Wikipedia page. And I looked at it, and Georgia, you don't have a Wikipedia page. Christina what? doesn't have a Wikipedia page. And I am no. just like, look, I, I am proud of my career, but Christina Warren is like a trillion times more important than I am. Like, that's, yeah. Christina's she a beast. is prolific. She should have a Wikipedia right. page. Uh, in Georgia. And this is the other thing I love. Georgia, like, it's your only reference in Wikipedia talks about you being at the Relay Notes, uh, giving a re- uh, a release notes uh, conference uh, keynote. And I know you weren't there because I was there I and I was looking for you. I did do release notes keynote. I did. Really? I did. In you went to the party and I wasn't invited to the party, but <laughs> they made me work, but I didn't get to go to the party. You were in? Oh, we didn't hang out at WWDC this year? I didn't go to WWDC. But Release Notes was right next to WWDC. Uh, we'll Release talk Notes about had there. their own yeah. little tiny section room to watch. They they didn't, but they that's that wasn't Release Notes itself. They had a conference oh, that okay. I was at. They just okay. didn't invite me to the party. Okay, because it had <laughs> banners saying you were going to be there. And I'm like, Georgia Dow's not here. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Maybe they did invite me. <laughs> All right. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Micah, you need a Wikipedia. Steve, oh, psh, you need no. a Wikipedia. Wikipedia is for everyone. Wikipedia is all around. Happen. Wikipedia is yeah. everywhere. You have yeah. a Wikipedia. You, everyone, check underneath your chair. You all get. <laughs> you get a Wikipedia, and you get a Wikipedia. Uh, you know what pisses me off though? That like they talk about my career for like you know, granted five paragraphs or so in there, and then Gamergate is most of it. And this pisses me off. Do you know how much stuff I've done over the course of my career that's more important than Gamergate? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's certainly the most newsworthy, but yeah. and then it says, this is what it says on my Wikipedia. It says, known for essays and tweets about women in tech. I'm like, I'm a damn game developer. What are you talking about, Wikipedia? All oh, that makes oh. me mad. So. Well, screw them. Yeah. All right. So um, so you can go ahead and find the show notes for this show and every show at relay.fm slash isometric or at isometricshow.com. You can send us uh, feedback to feedback at isometricshow.com. Uh, we are, as always, part of the Relay FM network. And follow all of us on Twitter. The show's account is at isometric show. I am at Wicked Good. And Brie, where can people find you? I quit Twitter. You can't okay. find me. <laughs> Sorry. She's gone. So gone. we will not find you on Twitter at all. Don't ever. find me on Twitter. <laughs> if you're my friend, uh, you can. Uh, I, I have a secret Twitter you may be able to find. So, my, Do I know this? Maybe you do, Georgia. Oh, no, okay, we're not. We're not friends. We're enemies. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> it, maybe if you so let her close. beat you in Pillow Mania, she'll let you. She'll let you on in the secret. She'd never respect me if I did that. All right. So, so Georgia, where can people find you on Twitter if they can find you? It is at Georgia underscore Dow. And Micah, where can people find you? People can find me at Micah Sargent, where I'll be tweeting about Bree's nasty juice. <laughs> Cheers. Oh Jesus. <laughs> so uh, thank you as always for listening. And isometric workers transform and roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Down, crack a